Hello, Guilty Feminist. This is Deborah. We're heading off to Australia and New Zealand, where we will be appearing live and recording an episode in Christchurch on the 11th of May, Auckland on the 14th of May, Wellington on the 15th of May, Adelaide on the 18th of May, Perth on the 20th, Sydney on the 23rd, Melbourne on the 25th, Brisbane on the 27th, and finally Canberra on the 28th of May. So get in and get your tickets now. They are going very fast. Please go to guiltyfeminist.com and just click on live shows for any of these events. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm a feminist, but while in Melbourne, I had my teeth whitened, something I occasionally do in secret to look more attractive. And I didn't realize that in Australia, they're allowed to use a higher quantity of hydrogen peroxide in their products. So I experienced a shooting pain during the treatment and at random for 12 hours afterwards, meaning I would be talking to someone and suddenly double over and grab my jaw in agony. And when they try to help, I just have to say, no, you just need to let it pass. <laughs> also, I didn't realize I couldn't drink Melbourne coffee for 48 hours afterwards. So I've had to drink iced lattes through a straw. <laughs> A drink I now call Vanity on Ice. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but I recently realized that my own dreams have the same men-to-women ratio as most British panel shows. <laughs> Do your dreams pass the Bechdel test? No. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but the day before I did a TED talk at Cambridge University... I got the worst haircut and colour of my life. It was cut so short that I looked like a squirrel blowing up a balloon. <laughs> On the day I was so upset, I cried at Cambridge University. And now, although I know I should want people to hear what I had to say, I rarely direct them to my TED Talk because I hate the way I look. I do not think a man would do that. God, that was sadder than I thought. People... 
really judged me for that. I, I judge me too. I do fight between the two vanities of wanting people to know I've done a TED talk and not wanting them to see me that way. I was about to say, no, you look great, but I should have said, you said some great things. <laughs> but I haven't seen if it. If you think I look great in that, then I'll get, I'm going to get really upset because if that's me looking great, that, I might as well kill what myself. You, what, you, if, if I said, oh yeah, you looked horrible, what would, how would that have turned I, out? I feel pleased that, that, is, that, that people understand good. that relatively that's not a good look for me. I am a feminist. And, no, wait. <laughs> I really want to say that. I'm a feminist, but even though I think that all women should be allowed to sleep with as many people as they want to sleep with and express their sexuality in any way that they please, I don't think my little sister should. <laughs> For her, it's just turtlenecks and Bibles. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but last night I had a dream. I was backstage about to go on a comedy panel show and the producer was being really sexist and I called him on it and he said, I'm not a feminist, you know. And I stepped up onto the dream raised platform he was on and looked him in the eye and the other comedians backed away from me. And I said, do you believe that you and I should have equal opportunities, yes or no? Because if you do, you're a feminist. And he said, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> and I said, well, if you don't say I'm worth as much as a man, I don't trust how you'll edit this show and I'm going to have to walk. And I saw his eyes panic because the show was about to go up. And I thought to myself, what are you doing? He'll replace you and you need this. And I quickly said in the dream, you and I both know I won't walk. I won't do that. <laughs> and I woke up and felt so ashamed, like I was the disappointing Martin Luther King of feminism. <laughs> I had a dream, but I gave it up for a TV panel show. <laughs> I am a feminist, but last night I watched an entire 25-minute long speech by hot feminist Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau <laughs> on mute. while pretending that he was my ventriloquism doll, saying, marry me, Sophie. <laughs> Be my first lady. <laughs> oh, Sophie, Sophie, he's, he's mine, so he's mine. He's so hot. Yeah. And I'm sure he says amazing things. <laughs> we, we could seriously fall out if you kissed Justin Trudeau. <laughs> That would be it. I, uh, no. It would be worth it. Uh. Fair enough. Fine. Do, do The Guilty Feminist with Justin Trudeau. That Fine, actually would, I will. That would be a great show, actually. I would listen to that. I would listen to that. I w it would be worth giving me up. I would give me up for Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Live from Melbourne Town Hall, the Spontaneity Show presents The Guilty Feminist with Sophie Hagen and Deborah Francis-White and tonight's special guest, Celia Pecola, talking about Crazy Cat Lady. This show is The Guilty Feminist, the podcast in which we explore our noble goals as feminists and our hypocrisies and insecurities which undermine them. Uh, so tell me about your challenge this week, Sophie. Yes, I am, uh, I am a dog person. Yeah, how, uh, can you go, mmm, if you're a dog person? Thank you. We don't even need to hear the other ones, do we? <laughs> go, mmm, if you're a cat person? Mmm. Oh, is that 50-50? Mm. Let's have a fight. <laughs> I know, we'll win. Uh, <laughs> I had to go. <laughs> I challenged myself. I, need, I was 
there's a cat cafe in your city. A cat cafe, which turned out to not be a cafe because there was no like tables or like drinks. So and I thought in my head I was gonna go to this cat cafe and like just sit and order and do some writing, like and then there'd be like cats walking around. But it was like a living room. So I just like sat on a couch with a notebook looking like I was like drawing the cats. <laughs> I was like <laughs> <laughs> and did it, it what kind of so women were there? I and I meant all men. <laughs> what kind of people were there, Sophie? I felt like when I walked in, I'm not easily thrown, but I did feel, like I, I felt like I was walking into a brothel. <laughs> like I, I would like look over my shoulders, be like, uh, if someone walked by, I'd be like, ah, I'm just waiting for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd walk in and there was just, they were selling all these cat merchandise things and you had to wash your hands. It's cats. They're so deceitful, I imagine. And I, so it was. There was a, a bunch of. There were a mother and a child. And the first thing I saw was this woman wanted to play with the cat, and then it just walked away. And then she was just this woman on the floor with a toy. Mm. They do that. They do. They, do they that lead so you on. Or they'll play with you. For they had like. I mean, they had like like drawings of birds on the wall. That's cruel. <laughs> That's evil. I, I don't think they can see 2D. Really? No. I respect them so much more now. <laughs> I couldn't even, I couldn't make, I, I said to myself, you have to touch one of them. Like, not like, I, you have to, like, you have to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Cuddle it or whatever, you pet it. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't do, I didn't, I just, could, I couldn't. Who gasped? <laughs> like, I you think monster. I could, it was so, there was a couple in. Uh, the thing is, everyone went in there and I think everyone had the expectations of being like showered in cats. Like, oh my God, oh, they're going to be all over me. It's going to be amazing. But the cats didn't give a fuck. There were seven cats just sleeping. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, so you basically went in to be ignored. Yeah. It's basically paying to be ignored. Yeah. It's like going on a date. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> This is what the, the woman who worked there, uh, probably a lovely person, but she, she walked in. This is, I'd been there for 40 minutes, and there was one, they, all the cats had just been lying around. There was one cat who only lied around, it done nothing else. And she walked in and she went, <laughs> What are you like, Tilly? <laughs> what is it like? It's not doing anything. Oh, it's like, oh classic. <laughs> classic Tilly. What are you up to? Turning her back on me. Just not giving a fuck. <laughs> Classic tills. I wanted to check, like, I wanted to, like, post about it on, I, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to Google dog cafe. Because <laughs> I would love to do that with dogs. But the password to the Wi-Fi was meow, so I didn't use it. <laughs> so that was, that was really, what did you learn from this challenge? The, the best thing I saw, and mm. I saw it right before I left, because I thought nothing can top this, was uh, the, there was a couple in. The man didn't look like he gave much of a fuck. And the woman gave a lot of a fuck. And she was like desperately trying to play with these cats. And then at one point, the man is like, he like he cheers up. He's like, oh, oh, I know. And he takes a picture of her and the cat. And he goes, look, honey, you look like the cat. Oh, yeah. she was so pissed. I loved it. I was so happy. Uh, so, so I left, and the guys behind the counter was like, so, did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? And I said, there was a lot of cats. <laughs> He said yes. I was like, mm. <laughs> I, um, I learned that I just don't like cats that much. <laughs> I, it felt, 
Did you get any of those vibes about being a single woman there at the cat cafe? I don't know. I don't. I, it did feel a bit. If I told someone I was going to a cat cafe, I said it's for a challenge for a podcast. Yeah, because you didn't want them to think you were just going to a cat cafe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want them to be judged mm. as a cat cafe. But then girl. again, but you know, it did feel weird. It did feel. It felt like there was a stigma because I went to pet the kangaroos like. Oh, there's no oh. stigma in patting a kangaroo. That's the thing. No, absolutely. No one is a mad kangaroo lady. All over Instagram. No They're, one was like, oh. oh, that's sad. You must be single. No. <laughs> People were just like, yeah, kangaroo is yeah. awesome. And there's that guy, that guy, that Australian guy who um, uh, saves baby kangaroos. Oh, Have you seen that God. documentary? And he is the Imagine most desirable it. man in Australia. In, because he finds orphan kangaroos and he feeds them. He has a little pouch that he wears. And uh, imagine if the Canadian Prime Minister did that. Oh my oh. God! Oh my he would, God! He would have to I raise baby, baby, a baby moose in a purpose. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Miss Sophie Hagen. I'm a dark person because I'm one of those uh, weird people who really likes uh, affection. Uh, I do, I'm, I just, I'm not, a f I'm not, whenever I go to Deborah's house, if I don't accidentally step on one of her cats, I'm proud. <laughs> I feel like I've done a good thing. Here's my thing, if I wanted to spend time with a filthy animal who didn't love me, I'd spend more time with my dad's side of the family. Filthy animals, all of them. But I do think it's, I do think it's unfair that uh, people have this tendency to say that women, like single women who get cats, uh, like it's like a substitute for a man, which I think is ridiculous. Because if I ever had a friend who said to me, oh yeah, I just I got my boyfriend Steve, uh, what he does is he, he lies around. He doesn't really shower. <laughs> He does lick his own cock a lot. Uh, I often have to just struggle to get any sort of love from him. If I have sex with him, that's illegal. And once he tripped over my friend Susie, so she fell. Also, I'm very afraid that uh, if I die, he'll eat my face. If I try and touch him, he just runs away and shits in a corner. <laughs> I would say, I think you're in an abusive relationship. Uh, but I have made uh, a list, because uh, I don't want this to be unfair, I don't want it to be uneven, so I've made a list of everything that's bad about dogs. Nothing. <laughs> Thank you very much. What did you, uh, what did well, you learn? Okay, so a few weeks ago, I, I'm married, but we did a, an episode on dating with Roisin Kanati. So I said to my husband, hey, I've got to do a challenge on dating. It's for the podcast. And he said, how about we both join Tinder? Uh, because we got together before anything like that was available. And we'll, like, he went, we were in a hotel. He went downstairs and into the bar and we found each other on Tinder. But I realized I was still on Tinder. I still had Tinder. <laughs> so when I got to Melbourne, I thought, I'm going to see whether this... Uh, crazy cat lady stigma exists because I do feel that we're childless and I do feel people judge us for having two cats like they're our babies so I do understand this stigma in, in its own way and so I thought I'm going to create a tinder profile a crazy cat lady tinder profile and like not upset anyone not you know tinder's a jungle like uh, I'm not going to leave anyone at a roadside service station waiting for me or anything like that but just <laughs> put out the picture see see how many people swipe right on me see if anyone wants to chat to me that kind of thing so I was looking for a picture that would really embody the crazy cat lady and do you guys know a comedian called Beck Hill? 
yeah, Australian comedian. Well, she'd been round at my place and we were doing a manga anime makeup session with a makeup artist. So she'd done these manga eyes and she had a big pink wig. And uh, she looked like a manga girl and she was holding my cat and I'd taken a picture. So I said, hey, Beck, do you mind if I use this as my Tinder profile picture? And, she, and, and I explained nothing else. And Beck, being a sport, just went, sure. Uh, so I put that out there. And then the description of myself I put, I have it here, I wrote it down. I wrote this description of myself. I took off the old one and it said, I have two cats. I love my cats. They are my life. If you want to date me, you also need to love cats. I like dogs too, but I cannot date a dog owner because I have to be realistic about what my cats will accept. <laughs> and I thought, you know, obviously the joke is, I'm, I'm, no one is going to touch that with a barge pole. I cannot believe what happened next. I thought it was going to be like, oh yeah, because because previously on Tinder I'd had my really hot pictures up that had been taken by a professional photographer. And I thought, you know, I'd done quite well and I'd just had a few people chatting to me. This went crazy. I did this at like 3 o'clock in the morning and I woke up at like 11. I had 33 messages. I've never had more than like one or two messages on Tinder. The first one was a guy from a guy, shall I say his name? No. Yes. I, okay, fine. His name's Aaron. He said, hey, how are you? I like to dress up like a cat. She, do you know what? I'm going to change his name for the podcast, for the edit. Okay. His name's Baron. <laughs> he says, hey, how are you? I like to dress up like a cat. And I wrote back, do you? Any, any pictures? And he wrote back, I haven't because I don't want anyone to see them but happy to do it when we catch up. <laughs> I want to be on all fours and purr and rub against you. And I wrote, who, who am I, cat or owner in this scenario? And he wrote back, which one do you want to be? Do you have any pictures of you dressing as a cat? And then he wrote his phone number and said to text him. I did not. I wrote, it's moving very fast like a dog, Baron, not slow like a cat. And he wrote back, okay, Catwoman, nice and slow. I think you will be the cat of this scenario. And then I wrote, have you played games dressed like a cat before? And he said, yes, yes, have you? And I just said, what games have you played? And he said, chase mouse game, cat climbing game, and chase flashlight. <laughs> now, that's not the only message I got like this. And like a lot of them I just didn't respond to and I didn't engage with. But I thought, look, clearly this manga picture, you know, it was... It was a dress-up thing, and maybe it sort of suggested the wrong thing. Like, it was too crazy. It suggested a sort of otherworldliness. So I replaced it with just a picture of me with my cat. It was just like a little selfie with me and my cat. It was not sexualized at all. It wasn't weird in any way. And it just said, hanging out with my cats. And I had a few pictures on there, all of me just with my cat, just, you know, wearing a tracksuit. It was worse. <laughs> hey, Deb, thanks for the like. Meow, meow. Um, and then meow. A lot of people saying meow or purr. <laughs> And then, hi, how are you? You're hidden behind the cat. And I said, yes, do you like my cat? Yes, it's beautiful. My sister has three cats. That's too many. How many cats do you have? And then, hola, so only two cats? Like, only two cats? And I said, yes, do you have more? And then he didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> wrong question. And then, literally from somebody called, I'm going to say this name, called Nacho. I got a message, from one to ten, what are my chances of actually being able to go and pet your cats? I mean, and then, uh, oh, from this guy, 
We both know this is Tinder, but sex comes second to lying in a pile of lazy cats. <laughs> I mean, it was message after message after message. I'm not making any of those up. And I was like, oh my God, this, oh, you're, she's a crazy cat lady. Don't, no. If you want to be hot on Tinder, a picture of you and a cat will have it going off. I'm telling you. <laughs> so that was my challenge. Not what I thought. Why does it have to be crazy cats? Why does it have to lie in a pile of crazy cats? Lazy cats. Oh, lazy cats. <laughs> like that sounds we both dangerous. Have tender, teeth yeah. and stuff. No, no. You wouldn't want to lie in a pile of crazy cats. That would oh, be dangerous. No, this is lazy cats. Well, are there non-lazy cats? I, I... Are they not just cats? That's, this man has specific needs. Can I have his number? I have questions. Uh, you can write back to him here. I'll write back to him now if you want. Nacho? Was that um, his name? Uh, <laughs> This actually, this chap's called Mark. And I said, I'm not sure what that means. And he said, I'm a cat dude. And then he says, if we ever meet, I'll have to play with your cats. And I wrote, is that innuendo? And he never wrote back. So I think he got offended by that. Because yeah, a lot like, of people- what a dirty whore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, you've misunderstood the tone of our show. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people did like pussy jokes and stuff. But the, with, the, with the regular cat picture, it was just a nice profile, I got, only people interested in dating the cats. One, one guy said, oh, you've got beautiful blue eyes. And I was like, the cat has blue eyes. And he was like, you look like twins. And I was like, no, we don't. No, we don't. She's a ragdoll. I was like, it was frightening. It was frightening. I want to put up my kangaroo photos and see if I get any like, ooh. Yeah, Sorry. marsupial lovers. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Deborah Francis White. Um, when my husband and I got two cats, he was very keen that we not become crazy cat people. Like, really keen. And so he made a list of rules. This is true. He made a list of rules to make sure we would not become crazy cat people. And this is the first rule. Cannot have more cats than adults in any one house. <laughs> No calling yourself mummy and daddy. No Skype calls while on holidays. No Christmas card nativity scene photos with cats. No Christmas card Santa's little helper photos with cats. No Christmas presents for cats. If Christmas presents for cats, no wrapping paper. No birthday presents for cats. If birthday presents for cats, no birthday cake. If birthday cake for cats, no candles. No adorable cat costumes. I know, that's disappointing to everyone. Yeah, I had you there, everyone was, yep, we're with this, we're with this. No, we've drawn a line. Um, no dressing cats in your or anyone else's clothes, including adorable or oversized hats. No walking cats on leads in the park. No getting offended when people mistake your cat for the wrong gender. No Instagram accounts in cats' names. No appearing on cat-loving Facebook groups pretending to be your cat and insisting that you are your cat despite repeated attempts by others to get you to admit that you are a person. That happens all the time and people will not back down. And then he turned to me and he went, anything else? Anything I've missed out? And I went, how about not making lists about what crazy cat people do? Thank you very much.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. On our amazing guests. Let's bring on our amazing guests, ladies and gentlemen, Celia Picola. <laughs> God, I have so many opinions. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. In we, hell. Can I just right. say for the listeners at home, Celia, you've uh, worn your Crazy Cat Lady t-shirt. It is not crazy. Sorry. All you right, just, that doesn't sound great, does it? No, you yeah, suggested the topic. Crazy. You've, you've brought... You. You've, you, for the listeners at home, you've worn your, your cat t-shirt. Yes. It's lovely. Yes. There were cat Sorry. t-shirts in the cat cafe. I bet there were. Yeah. So, Celia, you are, a, are you a cat person? Yes. But just... <laughs> right. I don't know where to start. Okay. Why can't cats just be fucking cats? We put so much on them. Deborah is making them their fucking wi- your wingman. Like, I don't know why cats have become so involved in our relationships. They're just fucking animals. Like, they're so sexualized. I'm a single woman, and if I get a cat, I'm insane. Like, that. I've got to get a boyfriend so I can get a cat. <laughs> but it's like, a, it's a real thing. In the, like, I don't know at what point we just decided the sad, lonely cat woman thing is a real thing. But it absolutely is. Like, if, if a woman has three cats, oh, such a sad, sad, lonely, old, crazy, old, lonely cat. Oh, so sad. Did you hear she's got three cats? Oh, my God, so sad and lonely. I don't know how she does. If a woman has three dogs, too much fun. She's probably got a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is, I've never had a cat. It's not a cat. It's not, it's not a fight. It's not an argument. And the reasons people don't like cats... Blow my fucking mind. They're smug. What are you talking about? <laughs> you can't trust them. It's a cat. Don't lend it money. The f- <laughs> Sorry. Hi. Hi. <laughs> There's more. There's so much more. Is this how this works? I don't yeah. Know. No. Absolutely. Okay. We love it when they're good to go. You're like. Do you hear about like a gum? Like a gum. Oh, Were you sitting there, like, well, in, yeah. simmering while yeah, I was well, talking about I knew, that, I knew that Sophie... Well, no, no, that's not so much. That's exciting. That's, that makes me kind of... Kind of happy. Oh, my first reaction was, Deborah, the reason it blew up is nothing to do with cats is because you're on Tinder at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but then you changed it. So that, that makes me feel... But it was happy. in the morning. Nice. A lot of them came through in the morning. Like, I changed it at 3 a.m., but people didn't see it till, like, 19, 11. So people were getting up in the morning over their muesli. Yeah. They were going oh, let me send a sexy cat message and yeah. ask if I can play Torch Catch Torch. With a lady. I mean, that just, that sounds so much fun. I mean, everyone knows what Do you what want that... me to put in, you in touch with, what did we call it? Nachos? No. Nachos? No, that no. was not, you love nachos, I don't think you? cats love should nachos. be left out of it. What was I thinking of? Oh, this is my favourite sexual thing ever. It's completely unrelated. <laughs> but, um, no, it's because I was talking, in my, in my like, two years ago show, I had a joke about um, bareback, about bareback means having sex with no condom. Which I didn't know because it sounds like a bareback. It's misleading. Like, it's not. It's no condom, which you should know. But I told someone else and they thought bareback was man and woman naked. Woman rides man around living room. (laughs) Like that. It just made me think of that because it just sounds like a fun sex game. Like, that sounds as much fun as naked, follow the torch light, like laser, 
on the laser pointer on the wall. It's just such a strange thing. I just don't know. I just don't know where it happened or why it happened or what it's got to do with our relationships at all. Like if it is, it doesn't make sense because cats traditionally do not like you and leave. So they're a terrible substitute for a partner. Like they don't make sense as a lonely person's pet. I've thought about it. I think the ultimate, if you're trying to replace a partner or a father figure, you might. I mean, I don't know what you mean. Would be a panda. <laughs> what pandas? Because hugs. Yes. Difficult for them to get out. I imagine stairs. <laughs> sure. And black and white match everything. That. It's, but it's, they would it's, definitely eat your face, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, they do not like to mate. You have to really encourage them to mate. That's like a. Why that's like would a, you encourage your husband to mate? I'm just saying, if you're looking for a love substitute, they just don't want to do it. Oh. Well, I don't think that was ever on the table. <laughs> they definitely don't want to do it on the they table. Make, that Listen, was what we were talking about. Oh, but I did feel bad because I knew Sophie was going to the cat cafe. Thank you. And it, there is this real stigma on it and I wanted to stick up. I'm trying to remember like the first time I've seen anything about that. I, the only thing you can think of is the there's a woman in The Simpsons. She's the crazy cat lady. She throws a cat Yeah, to yeah, they throw cats. I can't think of anything before that. I don't know when she came out. I don't know where this comes from. Does anyone know where this came from? We should have Googled this. What? <laughs> but, like, but like, you know, I don't know how, but it's just, I don't know why it's got anything to do with your relationship status. Like, if someone goes, have you got any pets? I have five hermit crabs. Oh, do you get divorced? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's true. <laughs> Nobody's going to make an assumption that you're in a threesome because you've got guinea pigs. There's just no assumptions about other animals, are there? Budgie wanker. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. A, a budgie, budgie wanker. If someone has a budgie. A budgie's a bird. Okay. Thank you. Didn't know that. Some, sometimes language. there are outlier words that... Sophie's English is perfect, it's amazing, but there are outlier words that I realise, I look at her face and go, she's never heard that word in English before. <laughs> and I, I don't know the Danish for budgie. I'm interested to know what you thought a budgie was. It sounds like some sort of hat. <laughs> it does, though. I'm wearing a budgie. Well, my here's, here's some more cultural reference for you. In Australia, budgie smugglers oh. are... Yeah, well, oh, hang on. What would you think a budgie smugglers were? <laughs> Not a joke. Completely well, real. Why, 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 do, like, how do you, why do you smuggle birds? They can fly. Because it's illegal fly. to get them out. Yeah. What? Where? <laughs> Oh, that's a great show. Oh, is it a penis now? What? No, Budgie smugglers are penis? tiny, tiny speedos. Ooh, do you know what speedos are? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're tiny bathers. Cats suck. <laughs> that's all I want to say. That's yeah. just fine. But yeah, Budgie smugglers are Budgie tiny, smugglers tiny are... men's, men's, men's bathers. I think the stigma comes from women not being... It's not okay. For, it's, I, I imagine it hasn't been okay for women to be single since like, we ha were dependent on men. Yeah. It must come from that. Yeah, it doesn't feel okay. It's weird. As a single, you get a lot of, uh, you'll meet someone, which is the wrong thing to say. Correct answer should be, it's okay if you don't meet someone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Cause or maybe just don't comment at all on someone else's status. Yeah, but they do. Yeah, but people fucking love it. Oh, if my I went God. For lunch, if I went for lunch with a friend who was single, I would never say, you'll meet someone. Maybe. Or, it's okay if you don't meet someone. If they're crying, going, I'll never meet someone... Oh, yes. Then, like, then, then you could say, and that's okay. No, then I just... 
Shut I would just say, could we, get a, could we get some margaritas over here, is what I would say. Uh, no, if someone was crying and saying, I'm never going to meet someone, I would say, get a cat. Uh, See, why? What? I'm, why would I, you punish them? <laughs> no. <laughs> but like, try, trying to find out, do I want to be in a relationship because I feel like I want to be in a relationship, or do I want it because it's a bit embarrassing to be near yeah. my 30s? It's like, it seems like the worst thing in the world to never meet anyone, and it feels like if you're single and you meet someone you like, them, that's great. But if you don't, it's got to be okay. Like, it's still mm. pretty good. And uh, I, do so, I, I do know someone personally who wears in public a T-shirt that says Vaginatarian, and he has a girlfriend slash food Source. So <laughs> it's not the facts are right. If you're single, in your experience, all relationships end. Like if you're single, a hundred percent of your experiments have concluded that relationships do not work for you. Sure. So if you are single, it is irrational and deluded to have hope for love. <laughs> but you can't say shit like that because you stop getting invited to weddings. <laughs> Which is what I feel, and I understand why, because we have hope, it feels better to go, everything's going to be great, but being great doesn't necessarily mean being with a partner. A lot of people are in relationships that they absolutely should not be in, and I feel mm. sometimes they stay in those relationships because... Yeah, the fear of again. being single, but sometimes I think, it, as I am in a relationship, sound, now I sound like a smug cat, um, <laughs> I am in a relationship, but I think, you know, there are huge advantages to being single that you can just take off. You can just do whatever you want. Who's I am going on a vacation to Bali uh, in a honeymoon hotel alone. Hey, oh, hey. Wow. hey have, you done, have you done a solo single holiday before? Uh, yeah, but it's been like work related. So I've like, yeah. done gigs and stuff. This is like... There's yep. six rooms in the hotel. There's like heart-shaped beds. <laughs> I'm going to be at the breakfast going, hi, guys. Because I don't... <laughs> he'll I, show up. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be here right in any minute now. <laughs> oh, my God. You've Just got to. A, you, I, in my head, I'm, I'm good. I think it'll make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Happy, you think? Happy couple. Um, and I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> can you do this as a Guilty Feminist ch podcast yes. challenge, please? Yes. Let's take it. Yeah. Did you say yeah. you were going to get a dress, right? A dress? Like a wedding dress? Yeah. Oh, yes. You just got to sit at breakfast every yeah. day like Miss Havisham? Yeah. Are you serious? Like the, the Danish just, Miss Havisham? Just crying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just a video experiment because I did it not in a wedding dress and I felt judged and yeah. people feel sad for you. But particularly, the only times it felt really sad was dinner and tennis. <laughs> That was it. Genuinely, I took myself over, off over Christmas to, to Byron Bay on a solo holiday by myself. And everyone was like, you can't do it. It's so sad. You'll be so sad. And I actually had a lovely time. <laughs> Except for when I walked past the tennis court. When I like tennis... Oh. Because tennis on your own is just a lot of serving. Yeah. It's, it's but a lot fun. of aces. <laughs> um, I went and I had a lovely time. I went... I had, was eating in wine and a book that I was really enjoying. But you can't help but feel people looking at you going, oh, she doesn't know she's incomplete. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing about that, guys. I travel on my own a lot. And so I'm often in hotels on my own and I'm often eating on my own. But because I know I'm married, it never occurs to me, I mean, it has now, but it's never before occurred to me that anyone would be judging or looking or going, oh, poor her, she's alone. Oh, she hasn't got a boyfriend. Because I know that I have. So I make positive assumptions about how everyone else is seeing me, which is like this fabulous career woman. We're trying not to say career woman at the Guilty Feminist because Sophie pointed out to me that what's the version of career man? It's man. So I'm this fabulous woman careering around the world. It's like... <laughs> 
being all fabulous. And I'm, oh, I'm here doing stand-up, and then I'm going to do this amazing corporate seminar, I'm going to do a TED Talk. And so because I know there's a man back home, and two cats. Um, I just never occurs to me that anyone else doesn't know that. But I do have that same sensitivity about children because I don't have any. I know that people feel sorry for me sometimes. And I had fertility treatment. It didn't work out. I don't want to bum you out. But uh, I tried to have children. didn't work out. And then I just got to this point with it where I thought I could spend the rest of my life trying to have children or I could enjoy the fact that nobody wakes me up at 6 o'clock mm. in the morning like a tiny coke addict going, yeah. I need you, I love you, I hate you, I need food. Um, all of the rest of your life being ruined by that and there's it would be and, lovely and ironically probably saying give me coke yeah give, probably give saying me, give, give me coke, me coke a lot yeah. Of the time. yeah what the, the thing i like about the idea of children is you know that photograph people take when they first had the baby where they're just holding the baby and the mother and father generally looking at the baby like or mother and mother or father and father uh, we're inclusive and uh looking at the baby and they're looking at the baby like oh brave new world like this is a love they've never experienced before and they've never understood that's the moment i want but after that moment, I'd like my life to go back to how it is. <laughs> With the cocktails. It's so just, it's just, it, I held, uh, this is, and I'm actually ashamed of this. I don't know why. I held a baby in the beginning of this festival because... You we monster. Were, because, <laughs> because we were, I had permission. Okay, good. <laughs> but it was because we were wearing the same thing. And I thought it would be, <laughs> I thought it would be a good photo. And then it started crying. And I was so angry because it was ruining my photo up. Oh. And I said, you piece of shit, just shut up. <laughs> But, uh, you didn't I, I, call a baby a piece of shit, did you? In my head. That is terrible. It, no, it didn't, I didn't say it to it. It was a baby. It doesn't know what I'm saying. Listen, you were the one wearing the I love mummy baby groom. Does anyone have any questions lady about crazy question. cat lady, We're, single yeah. life? None of us were going to bag out of that in sentence. In general. Uh, <laughs> no one? We won't be offended. If you yeah. don't, I've got a question. Okay, Ooh, great. Okay. Oh, no, just in relate, just because uh, I'm interested when you're doing this solo holiday, mm -hmm. in general, mm -hmm. if you're doing things by yourself, do you feel the assumptions of the outside world? Doing I, it more I than I think other I've, people? it depends. Because I, like, I once I was waiting for a friend, I was like an hour early for a meeting. Imagine that, Deborah. And it's just always late. And um, I'm not always late. You're always that is late. Not, 20 I'm minutes not. today. And uh, my Uber cancelled. Mm -hmm. And yesterday and I, was, I was precisely on time. Mm -hmm. And you were so shocked you weren't, you weren't ready. That's true. I was, uh, I was waiting for a friend. So I was reading a book which happened to be Yes Man uh, by Daniel Wallace, one of my favorite authors. And this woman was sitting with her boyfriend. I, yeah, they were together at the table next to me. And it was like a bar on a Friday night, which is where I don't really like to go out alone because that, that feels a bit. Ugh. And uh, she, she came over to me and she said, It's really good you're. You're doing what it says in the book. <gasps> Congratulations. It's really cool that you dare to be here all alone. <laughs> and instead of going, so what? I just went, oh, no, he's on his way. I'm pretty sure Matthew's on his way. And then I was like, get here, get here now, get here now. See, because I think um, at Perth Fringe this year, um, Anne Edmonds and I had finished our last show and we were having a drink at this really funky bar where the staff were too so young. You know when you feel like asking them for ID? <laughs> like, can I see your thing? Anyway, so I'd finished my show and then we had a drink and then Anne gave me a lift home and dropped me off and then I got into my apartment and I thought, oh, fuck, and I sent her a text going, I've left a box of dildos in that bar, <laughs> which I had. So I have a dildo as a prop and I happen to have a box filled with dildos, six dildos, four dildos in packets, one free-range dildo, which would be fine if I also hadn't left in there a copy of my script with my name on the top. <laughs> 
But the worst thing about it was I thought, oh, no, because I genuinely thought that this group of young funky bartenders who <laughs> spoke to us would have found a box of dildos and thought, yeah, that's exactly what those women would be carrying around. I Do you know what I mean? I, that they weren't dead no, going, yeah, that's exactly I think, what I imagined they had I think they'd be counting. Them. Like, why would you need this one? So many dildos, I know. <laughs> You don't want to. You don't want to run out. Is the thing. You just yeah, and you want to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think most of us have got more than one vibrator. Okay. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give move. a huge round of applause for Celia Picola. Uh, so um, we always give our guests a piece of suffragette jewellery uh, because we think this embodies the guilty feminist. It's both suffragette but also, let's be clear, jewellery. Um, and so the suffragette colours were green, purple and white. And so we find Edwardian jewellery, which a suffragette may or may not have worn in those colours. But we hope that a suffragette did wear it. This is yours, Celia. Yay! Oh, there you go. Presents! Our thanks, guys. That piece is from around 1910. Um, and suffragettes used to identify each other, you know, in posh drawing rooms with the colours. Um, I would not have been let in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, by the way, they stroke their cats. Aww. Yeah, we can tell she's a suffragette. She lives alone with three cats. Yeah. Uh, Celia, is there anything you would like to plug? No, not really. I'm about to go away. Uh, I'm working on a, a show with um, Luke McGregor, so I'm moving to Tasmania. Don't be jealous. <laughs> but you can find me on, on Twitter, but yeah. What's, Thanks what's for having name, what's me. What's your name on Twitter? Uh, at Celia Pakula. Brilliant. Yeah. Deborah, do you have anything you like to plug? I'm doing a new podcast called Global Pillage, and it <laughs> is uh, a diverse podcast. It's all the questions about diversity and inclusion, like how people around the world do things. Like, for example, what do Japanese people mean when they say you've got a cat on your head? And it's two teams of comedians versus the audience, the hive mind. Uh, so maybe we'll bring that back to Melbourne, and uh, you can come and be the hive mind. Um, but in the meantime, you can listen to it on a convenient podcast while you go for a walk or sit on the bus. Sophie, do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> oh, sorry. Also, you can find me on Twitter at, at DebraFW. <laughs> Sophie, have you got anything you'd like to plug? Thank you, Deborah. I have uh, a newsletter in which I overshare a lot. Uh, you can find it at sophiehagen.com forward slash newsletter. I have another podcast called Comedians Telling Stuff, which is just about comedy, so blah. And uh, Deborah's been on it. It was very good. And uh, I'm going to be in Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, so do find me there. And if you like the Guilty Feminist podcast, please go and follow us on Twitter at Guilt Fempod. Go to our Facebook group, the Guilty Feminist podcast. Find us on Instagram at the Guilty Feminist. Or and, turn it around there for you. Or and. <laughs> That's what they say in Denmark. <laughs> go to uh, iTunes and subscribe and give us a five-star rating. And you a can nice give us any note. rating you like. No, Deborah. You rate, you rate it how you find it. Give us a five-star rating. We prefer five, you can but write, you don't you can write whatever you want. No, you can't do that. And uh, if you know anyone who you think would like this, please share it with them and tell them to listen and subscribe and give us five stars. You have been listening to The Guilty Feminist with me, Sophie Hager, Deborah Francis White, and our special guest, Celia Picola. The producer was Tom Zelensky for the Spontaneity Show. Thanks to Susan Proven and Rebecca Austin and everyone at the Melbourne International Comic Festival, as well as all of you for listening. Sound engineer was Jackson Davis. For more information about this and other episodes, visit guiltyfeminist.com. I can get a wedding dress by like tomorrow when I leave. Mm -hmm.
If we well, let's have a whip round to get a Sophie a twenty-two wedding dress lying around. I, I will take you to an Oxfam nearby, and I will find you a wedding dress if you will agree to do that. I mean, there's smaller things you can get away with as well. If if that's too hard, like find some over like a like a locket that you can just put in your hand and look <laughs> lovingly yeah, at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If a wedding dress is too ridiculous, like I'll mm. open yeah with a foot. Go to the beach it? and like throw my ring in the sea. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> you, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you do something like that, change the name. So people are like, oh my God, how many guys? <laughs> or just leave a bag of dildos on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you.